Welcome to the Serenity Now podcast. I'm Amanda Little, and you're listening to episode number two. Today, I'm joined by meditation teacher, intuitive guide, travel and fashion businesswoman, Laurel Sabor. She's here to share with us all about her passion for meditation. Hi, Laurel. Welcome to the Serenity Now podcast. I'm so glad to have you here with me. Hey, Amanda. I'm very, it's such an honor to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm I'm so glad you're here. This is going to be great. I'm excited to talk to you. And we're talking about meditation. So, Laurel, mm-hmm. you are a meditation teacher, among other mm-hmm. things. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your style of meditation? Sure. So I'll first tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a spiritual and intuitive guide uh, that provides support to individuals who want to activate their power and their wisdom through, um, through joy. And so I, I support individuals by doing so in a number of ways, meditation being a key tool um, and also providing um, intuitive spiritual support. And so um, in terms of the meditation, I, my meditation is, is intuitively guided. It is based on an individual's needs, where they're at right now, um, and using a form of visualization um, to help individuals to connect with their, their breath connect with their bodies, and essentially be guided by their own inner wisdom. So I I like to say that, you know, I'm really a facilitator. I hold space for individuals um, and most often in a setting of a group to connect with their breath, connect with the wisdom of their body, and essentially tune in with their own inner wisdom in, in, in each of the meditation sessions. Okay. So you're really getting them through meditation. You're really getting them to be in touch with themselves physically. Yes. Physically, in, um, yep. physically and, and most importantly, spiritually. Um, the practice of meditation is, is really something that benefits the whole of who we are, the mind, body, and the spirit. And so it is a, a practice by which we introduce um, conscious breathing, being very keen on what the, the, the power of, of pretty much helping people to think about their breath, using the breath as a place to keep their mind focused. Um, and then there are some introductions of visualizations. There's um, a, a encouragement to, to really help you to tap into all your physical senses. Um, and this process really helps people to go deeper inside their spiritual essence. Um, the, also, the other benefits of, of meditation mentally, it eases the mind, the thoughts, anxiety, um, release, releases stress that we have in our mind and, and our body um, and essentially help us to get back in tune with that true, true essence of who we are. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'd like to get at why someone would want to meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like you to tell us a story, if you could, 
from your perspective, if you could paint us a picture, mm-hmm. um, what was your life like before you started meditation? Mm-hmm. And what is it like now? Okay, I'm very excited to ask you that question. So, okay. Okay, so I have always been quite um, spiritually intuitive. Um, from a very young age, I was very in tune with the spiritual world and non-physical world. I saw life quite different from from those around me. Um, however, being young, um, as well as just my my upbringing, I I actually shut my I I, I kind of shut my spiritual intuition down. You know, I wasn't really okay. trusting myself much. I wasn't trusting my intuition. Um, I was really going off based on my mind, based on what people tell me to do, based on what um, the world told me to, how the world told me to live, you know? So go to school, get sure. good grades, yeah. go to university, um, get a degree, get a job and all of that jazz. So I I fell in that, um, what would I call, I fell into that matrix of just, kind of operating like a robot and essentially mm. abandoned my myself, abandoned that inner part of me that no one outside of me knew. I abandoned okay. myself. And so what that led to was um, immense amounts of anxiety, you know, trying to keep up with the world, trying to keep up with expectations, mm. trying to keep up with um, the image that I created to function in the world. And, um, I pretty much had a number of breakdowns, you know, like I had a series of breakdowns throughout my life. I had one when I was in university because I was just so, I was just so tense and stressed out about whether or not I would finish university or not and what that would you know how would I look to the Mm -hmm. world if I didn't finish my degree how would I look to the world if I failed this exam there is so much internal pressure to fit in to keep up um yes and so along the way I I discovered that um I discovered meditation as a tool to one ease my mind I was really looking for something to to ease my thoughts, ease my mind. I just wanted, I wanted to feel, I wanted to feel alive again. I was not operating from a place of joy. I was not operating from a place of love for myself. And so meditation really allowed me to go on that journey, that journey of discovering myself, that journey of, 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 um, experiencing the power of joy, that journey of, going deeper into my childhood and, you know, um, reconnecting with my childhood, reconnecting with myself, healing parts of my childhood, healing pain that I incurred, you know, in my upbringing. So, okay, yeah, it's, um, it's been a journey of really shifting me from operating from um, my mind or some people call it the ego um and mm-hmm. and moving me into operating from the seat of my soul operating from a place of joy okay mm-hmm. so what age when you said you were young and you were you were connecting with like non-physical and stuff what what age was that what age did you notice oh um 
Or was it just something that you always did and then all of a sudden one day you you realized, oh, not everybody does yeah, this? Yeah, it was something I always okay. did. And um, I could I could probably, I could say around five, six years old, that was when I realized that, okay, um, people around me were not, <laughs> they weren't talking to... <laughs> non-physical beings, you know, um, sure. I was all, I always felt like I was supported. I always felt like there were non-physical beings with me. There were all of love. Um, but it wasn't, I think what happened was it wasn't a part of my culture. And so I'm born and raised in Jamaica. It was not a part of my upbringing to, to, to even acknowledge, um, your ability to be in tune with the spiritual world. Um, so, you know, unless it, unless it was in the context of going to church or, you know, into an institutional religion where, which has a lot of limitations, um, just being naturally intuitive was not something that you would be acknowledged. And we are all intuitive. We're all in tune with non-physical world where we all have intuition. Um, but what was, what was a part of my culture was really not necessarily trusting yourself, but trusting, trusting the books, trusting what people tell you, trusting the world more mm -hmm. so than yeah. trusting that, you know, wisdom that we all have. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, so you hit, you basically hid who you were. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. And it's, it's, um, Ooh, it's, it's when you, when you hide who you are for so long, it, mm -hmm. you eventually have no other option to just kind of surrender to, to it because it gets exhausting. And, and some people hide who they are until they're in their fifties and sixties and, you know, <laughs> but it's really yeah. exhausting carrying that, um, made up personality because I created this perfect personality that would help me fit in the world. And, um, right. it was, it was just too much. So in 2015, I had a full breakdown. Um, and, and, and the thing about this is that sometimes when you have a breakdown and you don't have the the, the most suitable tools around you and support system, it can it can really be devastating. And so, um, it, when I introduced meditation in my life 2015 and made made it a regular practice, um, I knew I had a tool. So that's pretty much it. Okay. Meditation is a tool. It's not it's not something. It's not just a woo woo thing, but it's really <laughs> something that we can embrace. Um, right. to help us navigate through our day-to-day -day lives and to help us activate that inner wisdom that we have. We have a, in, we have a GPS. We're built, mm -hmm. we have a built-in GPS. And when we are trained to look outside of ourselves, we forget that we have this internal GPS. And meditation helps us to activate that. Right. Mm. Okay. I love that. Our internal GPS. Yeah. So when you first started, how did you start? Like, what did your meditation look like? Did you have a teacher? Did you just sit? So I started kind of, I started dibble dabbling in meditation. Um, let me see, maybe in 2000, 
actually 2010. I, you know, I, I went online, I did one or two things, but it, it was just, okay. I was just exploring it. I wasn't fully ready to accept it. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew about meditation, but I just was like, okay, whatever. It's nice. I felt like it was just the woo-woo people that would do meditation and not <laughs> like, not because I wasn't owning myself yet that I was already right. a woo person, but right. I just thought yes. it was those hippie people over there that would do meditation and not me. Right. Um, until <laughs> 2015, and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go crazy. I need something. Um, and so what I, 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 I reached out, I started, um, I, I started going to, Lifestyle Meditation Studio, which was owned by okay. Mandy Trapp. And yeah. I did one or two, um, you know, sit-in meditation sessions, which I really enjoyed. And then I decided to sign up for the teacher's the me- teacher, teacher training. training, right? And yeah. when I signed up for it, it, it was not because I wanted to teach other people to meditate. I really okay. wanted to kind of just dive in and develop a habit for myself and to learn a little bit more about why I need to meditate. And so it is Mm -hmm. within that teacher training that I was exposed to understanding the science of meditation, the philosophy of it, and and then the spiritual aspects of it. And what that did for me was it gave me the tangible, um, it it gave me a, a more tangible understanding as to why understanding of the value of meditation and so um yeah i was excited i did that and then i continued developing my own practice um then i had a few people who asked me if i could help guide them and i was like okay and then it became a thing for me yeah so i've I've had the pleasure of um you know, guiding individual meditation groups. And then I've also done some with um, the city of Edmonton. So, you know, I've done some with a few corporate clients. Um, Excellent. And with everything that's going on with the COVID situation, I felt really called Mm -hmm. to to really operate more online for people at this point in time. Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, this this podcast we're recording at the time of COVID. Um, and I decided um, when starting mm-hmm. this that we would definitely discuss it, but not make it a major mm-hmm. point. Um, but since you're saying you wanted to start offering more meditation now because of this, so why is that? How how is that relevant? Well, how can it help people yeah, now during, during COVID? COVID? You know, it's, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, it's a tool to help us navigate through life. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's it's not a tool to just do one-off or so. It's really, my hope is to really help people to integrate it in their day-to-day life. As You know, so if you have, just as how you have a habit of brushing your teeth, um, really having mm-hmm. a habit to meditate, just as how you have a habit to bathe, hopefully, <laughs> you know, you have a <laughs> habit to meditate. So really, the, the reason why I feel that it will benefit people during times of immense amount of stress, such as the COVID environment, is that, um, again, a lot of people are going through 
immense amount of anxiety. There's so much uncertainty. Um, and for, for many people, this is a very difficult time. They struggle with the unknown. They struggle with um, not having everything together, you know? And mm-hmm. as I mentioned from my personal experience, when you get to a point where that, that trying to fit in and trying to keep up um, is, is kind of comes to a, a halt, it tends, there's a lot of breakdown. There's a lot of emotional upheaval. So, so there's in, on the individual level, it, meditation really helps to ease the mind, helps to ease anxiety. Um, and then also, you know, the anxiety can be triggered by being around family for a long time, you know. So when you're <laughs> cooped, up, cooped up in your home yes. and you're with family members that you don't always get along with, um, it, it, it brings up a lot of emotions. And so meditation helps you to become more aware of your emotions without judgment, because what it does is it helps you to shift your, shift your center, um, from your mind and more so to the seat of your soul. So you become more of an observer of your world, you become a more of an observer mm-hmm. of your emotions. Um, and with regular practice, your emotions no longer control you. You are in more control of, um, you're more in control of your environment and situation because you're able to navigate it from a very grounded and centered, centered place. Uh, it's, um, it's as again, as we help to ease anxiety and stress, your overall physical body responds to that. Um, so it lowers your heart rate, it lowers high blood pressure, um, it boosts your overall immune system, it enhances your ability to sleep at night. Um, so for those who are suffering from insomnia, um, meditation helps with um, easing the mind and overall hormone balances, especially the hormone balance, the hormone that is responsible for sleeping is um, ser- serotonin, I think it's called. Yeah. yeah. So with meditation, it helps to really help regulate the hormones in the body, which then help to support you to have better and deeper sleep. Um, and there, there are just a lot of physical benefits. Um, and I've, mm-hmm. I've named a few. Um, mm-hmm. but overall, what it really helps is to, to minimize, um, the stress hormone in the body, therefore minimizing the effects of stress on the body. Um, and really help you to function in a more healthy and whole way. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Laurel, if someone came to mm-hmm. you, and we're actually going to do this as a, a two-parter. Mm-hmm. If someone came to you and was a beginner, mm-hmm. um, that's part one. Or part two, if someone came to you and they have already been doing some meditation mm-hmm. um, maybe they have you know a bit of a practice but they'd really like to deepen it mm-hmm. what kind of advice might you have for each individual okay great so the best way to start off with meditation and also to deepen your practice is to start off with guided meditation so being with a meditation teacher or meditation facilitator and being guided um, to bring your mind 
onto a central focus. And most often that central focus is your breath because that's the only thing that you were born with and without it, you're, you're no longer alive. So it's a very essential um, part of who we are. And so a guided meditation where you're able to be conscious of your breath and also be guided in, um, in various ways through visualizations, through activations of your senses, um, is a great way to, to start. So guided meditation. And this also applies to someone who wants to deepen. As I mentioned earlier, for me, for me to start and to, to be where I'm at with my practice, it really required being a part of a structured program. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is why I, I've had a few people who have reached out to me who want to deepen their practice. And I've also had a few people who reach out to me who want to start practicing meditation. And so I was inspired to create a program. Um, the title of it is Reclaiming Your Power Through the, through the Breath. And it is targeted and geared for um, individuals like what you've just described, people who are just starting out and people who want to deepen their practice um, okay. with an intention of, you know, having an interest to learn more about the benefits of meditation. Um, so we'll have a, a one hour Zoom live private call every week. Um, on one of those calls, we'll talk about the benefits. We'll dive into the science of meditation. We'll dive into the philosophy of it, a bit of the spirituality. Um, and then we will focus, have a focus on, um, really helping individuals to activate their own power and wisdom. Um, and so we'll focus on doing activation of a power and wisdom of a physical body. Um, activating the power of joy and helping individuals to set energetic boundaries using the power of the breath. So mm. it's, um, it's focused on those three pillars and all of this will be done through guided meditation, which would include visualizations, which would include focusing on the breath, um, also conversations. Um, to help us to navigate through some of the emotions that may come up throughout the journey. Nice. Yeah. So they get a whole big package of how to. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll start off with why meditation, the science of it, because I mentioned that having some tangible understanding about meditation helps you to, mm-hmm. to appreciate it more and you're a little bit more prepared to commit to it commit to it as a lifelong practice. Yeah. So meditation is clearly something that someone could start on their own, Mm -hmm. but you feel that it's a benefit to have a teacher, Mm -hmm. at least at some point, the beginning is always a good place (laughs) to help guide you and um, sort of direct you through and give you some wisdom and help you with difficulties and yeah, you know, the, yeah. the purpose of having a facilitator, a meditation facilitator, is someone mm-hmm. to hold space for you. Um, and what I mean by holding space is, you know, really creating a sacred container where you feel safe, where you really mm-hmm. feel safe to let go of some of the thoughts that you have. And for, for a lot of people, it, it's hard, it's tricky, it's really difficult to let go of the habit of thinking so much. And so 
Um, and sometimes along the journey, what tends to happen is that certain emotions that we may be holding in our bodies um, may be coming to the surface, right? And so mm-hmm. um, having someone to help guide you through those um allowing those emotions to come to the surface, really helping you to navigate through those changes that your body is going to go through, what your mind is going to go through is quite beneficial. So, um, yeah, I always suggest starting off with, with a guided, a teacher. Um, and then what you may find is that there are a couple of things. One, you might just say, hey, this is not for me. You know, you might just say, you know, to heck right. with this. This does not work for me. Yes. Two, you may really find there's changes happening to your mind, your body. Um, and then eventually what's going to happen is that you, have, you may end up developing your own practice, your own style, I mean, your own style of meditation mm-hmm. that works for you, right? So um, I remember, I think for myself, you know, I've gone through different meditation sessions where I'm a participant. And there's emotions that comes up for me that I don't know where the emotions are coming from. And I just start crying a lot. And it's mm-hmm. because throughout life, we all have various experiences, you know, trauma, um, disappointments, um, you know, where we have um, emotions that we've kind of lodged away in our bodies. Um, we hadn't, didn't have an opportunity to process it. And so with what's going to happen in your meditation practice is that your body is letting go and it's releasing all of those, um, emotions, all of those tensions that it was holding on to. And so, yeah, you might cry. There may be some anger that comes up. There may be joy. You may be smiling. Um, and having a support with you to navigate through those emotions is, is quite, beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you said something interesting. I'm going to ask you a little question and give my opinion here too, because I teach meditation right. as well. Um, so you said that maybe someone, they might decide that this doesn't work for yeah. me. So I don't know. I'm sort of of the opinion that meditation is good for yes. everybody. They just might yeah. not know it and they might make them uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm wondering if you kind of feel the same way. Absolutely. 100%. I think, as I said, it's, it's such a vital tool as much as, as, as you brush your teeth, you need, you know, as often, as often as yeah. you brush your teeth, you need to also be meditating, right. Which is hopefully right. every day. Um, I think it's the most beneficial thing. However, I have run into to individuals who really struggle with with meditation. They struggle yes. to sit in, yes. sit for for a long time, um, and so they they just like, hey, it's not for me. But I I agree. Right. I I think what tends to happen is that people may not be up for it at the moment, but then at some point along their journey, they they may be ready. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those of you out there listening, if you've tried meditation or you try it in the future mm-hmm. and you don't enjoy it, <laughs> give it another try later on later in life. On in life yeah. If it comes back around yeah. to you, try yeah, it again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So um I'm going to I'm going to touch back here onto COVID just really mm-hmm. quickly. And I would like to know mm-hmm. If you have, um, and this is not so much, mm, this is not so much a question about COVID-19 per se. 
It's more about the situation that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. And also because this this podcast is going to be available for I don't know mm-hmm. how long. Um, so people could be listening to this, you know, two years down mm-hmm. the road. So this isn't a test of how good are you at predicting what's going to happen. It's not about a predicting prediction. It's more about um, like your desire or your, if you're envisioning, you know, the type of world that you would like to mm-hmm. be in, what kind of things or what, what circumstances, what would you like to see changes maybe from how our normal was, mm-hmm. you know, in like January of this year, and now we're recording this in mm-hmm. May, things have changed mm-hmm. so fast. What would you like to see on the other side of COVID? Well, I would like to see everyone meditating every single morning. <laughs> That's oh, <okay>. one. <laughs> I would also like to see yes. meditation being integrated in the workplace. Um, okay. I, and also in schools, it's already included in, it's already integrated in schools. And, and, and mm-hmm. really what I'm saying is that I would, I, I'm hoping for a new world where people take um, the practice of connecting with their true self um, mm-hmm. more seriously uh, and really honing in on their own, living from their own inner wisdom, their own GPS their own intuition, like that's the new world I want to see. I want, I want people to feel empowered to make choices that, um, that really resonates with their soul and who they are. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the new world. I want people to just no longer live like robots and be in fear and, and worried mm-hmm. about the unknown and, um, you know, having having the right tools to navigate through their own emotions. Well, that's a big thing. Right. You know, there's lots of people, um, lots of people are struggling with that. You know, they're having emotions coming up, and they're not sure how to even handle it. You know, and so right. it's it's quite sad. It's quite sad. Yes, and I think we're seeing it a lot in children. Yeah, too. The children, they're yeah. they're they're yeah, they're showing up with you know more intense anxiety, and sadly, in mm-hmm. some countries, the suicidal rate has gone up. Um, it's just, uh, it's yeah, it's really people have have lost touch with themselves, and and yeah, my hope is new world people are operating from the seat of their soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like how you said that you'd like to see us not operating as robots. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Right. I mean, yes, it's, it's funny. You know, we, we are, we have been trained and we're we're programmed to look outside of ourselves, you know, and, and wait for Mm -hmm. a decision to be made for us. Um, whether Mm -hmm. that's by our parents or teachers or, or boss or, um, politicians, whatever, we have been programmed to look outside of ourselves and follow what other people are doing, um, Mm -hmm. that we have not necessarily, so yeah, we pretty much operate like robots. We haven't necessarily, um, given ourselves an opportunity to say, what do I want in my life? What, where, where do I see myself? What brings me joy? 
why right. what activates my soul what you know but yeah so we tend to follow other what mm-hmm. the world do you see that happening more right now um because we're all we're all at mm-hmm. home and we're all stuck with ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you see, yeah, do you, uh, well, and maybe you don't see it because we're not really interacting with like people who are outside of our circle. Yeah. But do you think maybe people are being forced into that a bit more right now? Um, To go into themselves? Yeah. To not be so stuck in the the routines of society, the things that have been dictated to us. Yeah, I think people are no going deeper in themselves and questioning certain things. I do see a trend of that for sure. I think there is mm-hmm. a, an upward trend of, of mindful living. Um, yeah, I think so. I think we still have a lot more work to do. Um, mm-hmm. There's still a big chunk of people who are, are not necessarily living um, really free from their souls uh but yeah but to answer your question yes i do see that this this yeah. particular situation of covid has invited people to to go deeper um and it's interesting because it, it's almost like we didn't have a choice we're forced right because for most people yes. <laughs> their jobs their 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 hobbies um you know relationships distracted them from really um, asking themselves deeper questions, you know, like what brings mm-hmm. me joy? You know, am I really living the life that I really want to live? Um, right. It's for, so because we don't have the, the you know, some people start, unfortunately have lost their jobs or they're not working in a regular job environment. Um, they're not mm-hmm. interacting with their, their friends or certain relationships before. So all these distractions now have been put aside and now they're, yeah, having to ask the questions. And it's for those who are finding the courage to ask these questions, right? And for those, and it's those who are finding the courage to um, go beneath all the emotions that are, you know, starting to be able to ask these questions. Yeah. Mm, okay. So... Um, would you like to share a little mini practice with us? Sure. Hey, yeah. yeah. Okay. So hang on, before you start, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to say that if anyone is listening to this and you're driving or doing something where you need to stay alert and keep your mm-hmm. eyes open, then please keep your eyes open <laughs> and maybe, maybe participate in this later. So this is, this is more of a... A very, this is going to be a quite a short meditation. Um, and what I will do is um, I'll invite uh, yourself and listeners who are, mm-hmm. who are ready to go on this, this mini meditation to you know, be as comfortable as possible um, wherever you are. And if possible, gently close your eyes. And um, I'll just get some music here. Can you hear me, Amanda? Yeah, I can. I'm sorry. Can you go back? That's all right. Yeah, we'll we'll just cut this part out. Just once you're ready, just start. All right. 
with your eyes closed, I invite you to take a deep, conscious breath in and releasing at the sound of ah. Let's take another deep, conscious breath in and holding that breath in. Holding. Releasing at the sound of ah. And I invite you to bring your attention to the inflow of the oxygen coming through your nostrils. Releasing through your nostrils. Allowing yourself to sink deeper into your seats. On every exhale, allow yourself to sink sink deeper in your seat. Now with your attention on your breath, I invite you to imagine the beautiful color of blue. I invite this blue Miss this blue, beautiful mist blue to move through the top of your head, allowing this blue mist to move from the top of your head to your shoulders. To your hands, to your stomach. Allow this beautiful color to move to your hips, to your thighs, to your legs. Allow the mist to move to your feet, to the bottom of your feet, allowing yourself to be still in this moment. Allowing yourself to be engulfed in this beautiful blue mist. And in this moment, allow your breathing to take you where you need to. Focus on that breath. Knowing that you are safe in this beautiful blueness. 
taking a conscious deep breath in and releasing at the sound of ah. Taking another deep breath in, releasing at the sound of ah. I invite you to bring your attention back into your body. Allowing your fingers to move and your toes to move. And on your next inhale, I invite you to gently open your eyes. And allow this stillness this blue mist that you're involved in to move through, to move with you throughout the rest of your day or your evening, knowing that you are safe and secure. Namaste. Mm, namaste. Thank you, Laurel. That was really nice. You're welcome. I feel very calm and relaxed and chill now. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So before we go, mm-hmm. um, do you want to just give us really quickly, um, tell us again about your program that you're starting? It's a six-week program starting on June 8th, and um, it's called Reclaiming Your Power and Wisdom from Within. And we're doing so um, through three pillars. Um, activating the power and wisdom of your physical body, activating the power of joy, and helping us to to really know how to set energetic boundaries in our lives um, okay. through the power of of really being in tune with our breath. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And so people can find you again at uh, www.naya.ca. And then on Instagram, uh, L Sabur, L S A B U R, and then on Facebook, as and Facebook, Laurel Sabor or Oluchinaya. Okay, and we will have all of those links as well in the liner notes from this podcast. Perfect, sweet. So, thank you so very much. Thank you for speaking with us about meditation and your practice, and for leading us on that really lovely, nice. Um, Really short little practice. Well, thank you very much, Laurel. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Thanks a lot, Amanda, for having me. It was wonderful to to be a part of this uh, podcast. This was great. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much to Laurel for joining today. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the meditation and the conversation. So now again, let yourself relax, let your jaw loosen, take a nice full deep breath in, and a full deep breath out, and find your serenity now.